This is the Hypothetically Sound Podcast. Hosted by Alec, Randy, and Xavier. Where we take a hypothetical look at the world around us. Exploring the what-ifs, maybes, and how-comes. Join in on the unfiltered, raw, and real conversation as we explore the world around us. Welcome back to another podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. Today on Earth's Mysteries and Wonders, we're going to look at some of the oldest and most interesting wonders and mysteries that the Earth has to offer, and that's mythical creatures. Now, I'm not talking about vampires and werewolves. Talk about stuff that, you know, has been around for a while. At least it, it, on, buzz. I was going to say, vampires <laughs> and were- werewolves seem like they've been around for a while. True. Okay, I'm going to start over. That was a bad intro. No, no, no. You're keeping it. Continue. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, they, they are. They are. You guys are correct. Uh, yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> in leprechauns and things like that. <laughs> but we're going to look at ones that are real. Well, you guys are right. You know, vampires and things are mysteries of the world. You know, yeah, we are. most have been squashed uh, <laughs> and stepped on and stakes through the heart and silver things. But we're going to look at ones that people actually like 100% believe are real and they're still being discussed today. Vampires and things like that are. Constantly thrown to the Ones wayside. That have aged well. I yeah, mean, I guess vampires have too. I mean, everyone does know what they are. Um, yeah, so who knows? Yeah. That might be a topic. Yeah, who knows? We might get back to that one. But for this one, and this one only, and whatever ones you guys want to do in the future, yeah. Uh, yeah why the fuck you getting all aggressive? Because I like the one we're about to talk. No, uh, the one we're about to talk about, Nessie. <laughs> you guys know who Nessie is? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, a whale. <laughs> to some people, it might be a well. I'm talking about the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean the images. It, it kind of looks like a well if a well had a very neck and humps. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> it's it's a a dolphin dog. <laughs> dolphin. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the Loch Ness monster from Scotland. Uh, the reason I chose this one, I thought mm-hmm. it'd be a fun one. It is one of the oldest too. Uh, the first reporting sighting of the Loch Ness monster dates all the way back to 534 AD. So you know, just a small 500 years after Jesus was killed. Wait, wait, when? 534 AD. I couldn't just say like year 534. Because that's not how it's done. It's, it's 534 AD. AD. Well, I don't say 2022 AD. Some people do. Who? In calendars and things in the future? Ooh, It'll say 2022 AD. Hold on, hold on. Let me pull up my calendar real quick. <laughs> February I mean, 2022. <laughs> you is wrong. There it, is no future, AD. It will be AD just like in anything else. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I need to calm down. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, yes, it's very early. Yeah, 534, <laughs> 534 AD, sighting of the Loch Ness Monster in Scotland. Uh, now, the name Loch Ness comes from the lake that it is in. Obviously, Loch Ness Monster. Uh, Loch Ness is the lake that is in. It's about 26 miles wide or big uh, and is decently deep. It's deep enough that they can do sonar tests on it, submarines and whatnot in the water. Uh, They've done many different sonar tests from the time, and 
while they have no proof of the Loch Ness Monster existing, uh, every single sonar uh, exploration saw some type of big creature that they couldn't pinpoint. Uh, So that makes it interesting. So we'll start with, do you guys think the Loch Ness Monster is real? Why and why not? Yeah, 100%. Uh, and I can see why yeah. right away. Yeah. Um, and the main reason is is that there are breeds and types of fish and shit that we have still not even discovered that are deep in the ocean. I mean, just recently there was like a prehistoric level breed of fish or whatever aquatic creature that was still alive that they found. So there's definitely more to the sea than what we even know of. So I'm sure mm-hmm. there's something something evolved quite differently that we have not found yet. Yeah, uh, I'll agree with that. Uh, I, think it's a, I think it was a real thing. It probably died by now, but, or whatever. <coughs> I don't know. It's probably died. But yeah, I, I think yeah, it was a real thing at one point, for sure. Yeah, so doing the, doing the research, like, they've tested the waters to see if, like, the algae and stuff is cold, like, shows that there were big creatures in the water. And while it doesn't prove that there's big creatures in the water, they did see that there could, like, that eels are in the water. And so what I think, honestly, what I think uh, the Loch Ness Monster is, is just from 534 AD to now, uh, generations of eel or fish uh, evolved. Some were much larger than others. So when it, like, popped out of the water, it looked giant. Uh or and then during the years when the one would die off, some were smaller, so it didn't be captured. Uh, but why this thing is so popular is in 1933, uh, Scotland finished a road that uh, when people drove by, they could actually see the lake in full, unobstructed. And within like a week of the road being finished, uh, a husband and wife drove over it and they stopped because they saw what they determined to be a giant creature or animal with a long neck and humps. Uh, so that was where you get the like vision of Loch Ness is with the head out and then like the little humps in the water, which also plays credence to the eel of it. Of It was just so large that it, when it came out of the water, its body did like a little wavy formation to as it was swimming. Hmm. Uh, since 1933, obviously uh, people wanted to prove it was real or fake. Uh, they brought in a animal hunter in 34 and he faked it. So then after that, everybody thought it was faked. Uh, but since then, countless, <laughs> countless uh, explorations and, uh, experiments to see if Loch Ness was real or not. Uh, I think the biggest thing to take from like this type of mystery and wonder of the Loch Ness monster is the tourism that it brings, just like area 51, uh, and thing and, uh, uh, Roswell, it brought mm-hmm. in over $80 million worth of tourist revenue. Right. Since 1930. And that's, I mean, that's the big thing is keeping that going for that alone. Mm-hmm. So do you think, like, there are other creatures uh, 
that maybe evolved that we just we see and we kind of dictate dictate it as bigger than life because we haven't seen it before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially ones that have uh, some sort of proof to go with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, everyone w- want. Hmm. I think it has a certain appeal to it that makes a lot of people uh, gravitate to it. Like thinking that there's a giant monster in a lake like that. Yeah. Like, which means like, oh man, that means there could be a giant monster in like Superior or something. Like mm-hmm. logically speaking. Uh, so I think that helps out with the, uh, I guess, keeping it alive portion of it. Yeah, definitely. And I think, like, um, kind of you're saying the, the bigger than life, I think a lot of the time that we don't see something or maybe one person account seeing something. Um, and usually it's like, it's like the game of telephone, right? I think we talked about this before. Like, you know, one person's like, oh, it was big. The next person's like, oh, it was massive. Um, so I think it definitely... If you're talking in terms of larger than life, then I think it has a lot to do with just people exaggerating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the interesting thing about Loch Ness, too, with a lot of the stories, uh, is that it's not just while we think about it and we see pictures, it's always in the water. Apparently, mm-hmm. it is also a land animal. So that kind of takes away from the ill, uh, mm-hmm. at least my theory of it being an ill. Uh, In 1934, a motorcyclist named Arthur Grant claimed to nearly hit the creature uh, while approaching the lake. Uh, According to him, it had a small head attached to a long neck. Uh, He said the creature saw him and then crossed back to the Loch Ness. And then uh, he described it as a cross between a seal and a plesiosaur. Which is, and again, uh, it's 1934, so people took that image, and that's kind of what we see in some of the images. Because there's two standard ones. There's one that looks like a plesiosaur, uh, and then one that looks like a like an eel, eel with a long mm-hmm. neck. An eel with a long neck. What an interesting thing to picture. Right? <laughs> with, with flippers. With flippers, with flippers. yeah. Yeah. So do you think... That's so, terrifying, actually. <laughs> obviously, it being in 1930, hard to have photographs and things like that of things, and you are running on word of mouth. Do you mm-hmm. think it is possible to come up with a creature like that today and get it to be this level of infamacy? I think it really depends, right? Uh, especially with the internet statement, because like, if you have a community of people are you able to, you know, bring together that are easily fooled or gullible? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's definitely powerful enough, much like anything in media at all nowadays. Like, if you have enough of a following or enough, um, I can't think of the word, persuasion, I guess, um, you can probably fabricate um, the existence. I was going to say, yeah, I think with, like, just technology today, I think it'd be easier to generate some sort of fake proof uh, Mm -hmm. that could help with it. But I feel like also because of today's technology and just the internet, everyone's so skeptical of things, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it would have to take a large group of people on, like, 4chan and Reddit to come up and devise a plan get the fake proof needed and to push it out as like 
a giant meme, and eventually I think it might work mm-hmm. if they stick to it enough. <clears throat> but uh, if this was like the year like 2000, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, I, and I think a lot of it plays a role too, like, you know, they're, the concept of the topic has to be pretty specific. Like, it can't be like ghost related, like it needs to be something new and unique of its own. Mm-hmm. Um, like something found in the dirt or something like that. Because um, like water's already done with the Loch Ness monster and other things. Um, forest kind of e area has already been done with plenty of different concepts. Um, it would definitely have to be something new. Yeah, and the reason I bring it up is because I think it would be harder with a creature. Uh, because what was it last two years before the pandemic? I think so, twenty nineteen. A I don't remember what it is. I just try to. I can't remember what the object was, but a mysterious object appeared. In the desert, I believe it was in Vegas. It just appeared. It was like a pyramid. No, it wasn't pyramid, but it was it was something uh, that appeared in Vegas one day, and then people went back to it like the next day, and it was gone. And then it appeared in like uh, it was like in France or it appeared somewhere else in the world. The same structure appeared somewhere else in the world. It was there for a day, and then it disappeared and appeared somewhere else in the world. And people were freaking out, and then it turned out that it was a team of YouTubers who all created the exact same object, planted it, left it there, and then tore it down. So I think like that, obviously, it worked, and it was a viral thing for like a week, and it went away. So I think it's possible to do something like that, make a viral thing that lasts for a little bit. I think in today's age, with people being skeptical and wanting continuous proof of something or a definitive proof of something it would be much harder to fake a a creature a mythical creature and get people to follow it and believe it than it was in the past so i think the days of having these creatures are gone but i think it's going to be replaced by objects either in space or in technology that now are going to have a long life of mysteriousness. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Any last words about the Loch Ness Monster that you want the people to know? No. I mean, no. And I think that really covers everything. Definitely, you don't really hear as much about some of those legends as you're used to. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can definitely tell which ones have really like stood the test of time or really stumped people more than others. Cause there's some that people have just kind of let go of and they don't talk about it anymore. And there's no media or movies based around them really anymore or anything like that. But then you have others that have, are still just the forefront of legends. Yeah. I, I think that's the thing is like the Loch Ness is super cool. But as t- like while people are still doing experiments on it, and even in 2019 was the last like sonar thing done, it really fell off in the general public. Like mm-hmm. the last uh, pop culture reference I can remember talking about it is How I Met Your Mother, where Marshall is a big fan of Nessie and believes in Nessie, and like he even wants to like go to a honeymoon in Scotland to go visit it. Like so, that's the last pop pop culture thing I can remember. 
where, like you said, vampires are always in there, werewolves are always popular. But creatures that may be more based in fact or, or reality uh, kind of fall off as time goes on. I think, um, <clears throat> I think partial of, of it, t- too, is like, it's only been seen, obviously, in the Loch Ness. Mm-hmm. So, like, for a lot of people, it's not, like, something that, like, vampires and werewolves can be among us just chilling, you know? Yeah. Like, they could be your homies that you only see at the nightclub for some reason. He <laughs> tells you to leave before 11 o'clock and the sprinklers turn on. <laughs> uh, uh, but, like, I think that's, like, one reason why it probably isn't talked about as much. Mm-hmm. Is because there is like besides besides the fact that it has the mystery, it doesn't have like the relevancy of everyday life. Yeah, like like where the hell is it gonna go? Like, other than just, the lake, yeah. like you can't just fucking bump into it when you're walking down the street. One, day, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, that makes sense. That's, that's a good point. Uh, and with that, that is wrapped. That is that wraps up the Loch Ness portion of our podcast. Uh, we thank you guys for joining in on this episode today. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it in its confusing manner, but we had fun. Like Mysteries are mysteries are fun to talk about, fun to debate about. Uh, Alec, do you got a shout out for the people at home? Yeah, man. Shout out to people who participate in like choirs or like carols and stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't got the balls to do that. I can't sing to begin with, but like, also, that just seems like a like a lot of time, you know, to go sing for people. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it for sure. Especially the ones that are like way too good to be in the carol, and everyone knows it, so they always get the <laughs> solos and they have to hit the fucking like super high notes mid song and shit, and people are like, "Damn, what is he doing here?" You know what I'm saying? And they get told to go American Idol, and they do, and then they get their dreams crushed. What do you do after <laughs> that? What do you do after that, right? Like, do you just like continue singing in your choir, or yeah? Hopefully, no, uh, I hope they run, don't give up. Go home, cry, <laughs> leave town because you just shamed them, embarrassing yourself on national television like that in front mm-hmm. of Simon Cowell and whoever the fucking other judges are that they switch every year. Yeah, no. It's a good shout out. Thanks, man. Props to those people. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, hope you guys, like we said, enjoyed the episode. As all can be found on all sites that uh, host podcasts. Uh, you can head over to our YouTube page to see you laugh, you lose videos, dad jokes videos, all kinds of videos. Find us at Hypothetically Sound uh, on YouTube. Uh, you can find us on Hypothetically Sound on Twitter and Facebook. Um, we're everywhere. You look, search us up, you'll find us. Um, but yeah, thank you guys. And until next time, deuces. Peace. Hey. Thank you for listening to Hypothetically Sound. We hope you enjoyed the episode. All episodes can be found at hypotheticallysound.podbean.com, as well as on Apple, Spotify, and Pandora. For full unedited video versions of the podcast, please visit us at youtube.com slash hypothetically sound.